Wilson, like a cork in the ocean over his head. Marking contest over the top, Subic's great grab. Across the ground, bam, in comes Donny Wurzlow. Got it out to a oh. kick, kick smothered, check, Hunter. Who would have thought the sequel would be just as good as the original? Kicks inside 50, McGovern, McGovern, what a player. Shank needs to be in perfect the premiers of 1992. The 1994 Premiers. Premiers. The 2006, the 2018 AFL Premiership team. The West Coast Eagles. G'day everyone. Welcome to the Big Footy Eagles podcast for another week. We're back again. We're talking all things preseason, what we've liked, what we've
You wouldn't believe 17 it. players, 19 players had done PBs on their time trial when they came back. And, yeah. You know, things weren't looking back. And then you, you probably go back and you think, well, I think it was that match sim. Luke Shelby did his, pinged his hammy in the first 30 seconds. And since then, it's like there's barely been a day going by where you haven't had, you know, someone else um, go down, you know, Cripps did his shoulder and he tackled. We lost three guys in a half a footy mm. in the scratch match against Fremantle with Chester Sheed and Yo going down with ankle injuries. And that was back with Tom Cole going down with an ankle during training. Greg Clark popped his shoulder. Alan um, in the moon boot. My wife's yep. got COVID. Jesus. <laughs> Nobody's safe. <laughs> no. um, yeah, and it's just... You know, then you know, West West done his hammy in the thing. Tom Joyce who got signed up on Thursday, mm. his ankle on Friday. Um, it's just it's just sort of been, you know. And then you've got helicoptering on top of that. You've got Tim Kelly's got COVID, which is not actually a joke; it's real. Um, Ryan's under COVID protocols. Um, Again. Mm. Wetherland got himself suspended, which is, you know, you know, not a good time for him. I mean, it's only one week. I mean, I mean, I, I tweeted during the week. I mean, it's a measure of how good our pre-season's gone when it got reported yesterday that Tom Joyce's ankle wasn't as bad as they feared and might only be four or five weeks out. And that was, that was probably good news, given yeah. the way. That's that's how well we've been going. It's uh, it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a joke, and I don't know. Um, you know, you want to yell and rant and rave and blame someone, but I don't. I think for the most part, it's just been shit luck. It hasn't been mm. necessarily anybody's fault. Um, it's just you know, I think there's you know, you're probably soft tissue injuries are sort of usually the ones that you can point at the conditioning staff and go, well, did they do that? But we, you know, Shuey, well, he's got a history of them now, so there's not much I can do about that. He's got strings that are about as reliable as fairy floss in a bucket of water. Um, Yo sort of strained his calf and West did his hammy. The rest, I mean, there's what, four or five ankle injuries. Mm. Oscar's Allen's in the moon boot with a stress fracture. Um, maybe you go, maybe that Oscar Allen one is that the surface? You know, they always talk about the hard surface, yeah, that, that the surface, math line, whatever. You know, Clark's, you know, the asterisk sort of said last week, you know, maybe Clark we should have operated on his shoulder straight early. away, rather. Mm. But you know, that's you know, and Cripps was just shit luck. I mean, it's you see that. the vision of that tackle, and that was just you know, that's just that was just shitty luck. Um. You know, the ones, there's a couple of ones you sort of, like Zane Trues just seems to be permanently injured at the moment. And he's well, on the injuries list today. He's like five to six weeks. And well, I don't know where he's going at with his career. Um, and Luke Edwards has been another one that sort of struggled to get on the park. But, that, but you know, you, you do, like all clubs will have a, a level of, um, a level of injuries, but I, you know, I think last year, I think around the Carlton game, I think we were getting down to about 26, 27 players to pick from. 
Um, but that's middle of the season. You sort of <laughs> you, you get that you don't expect to be starting round one, and and you're on your top you ups know, already. Yeah, you, you, we're basically like this this match committee. You talk about teams picking ourselves. Mm-hmm. This week is literally the definition of a team picking itself because it's like twenty three fit bodies. That's about all we've got. Yeah, so let's go through, I suppose, line by line because there's way too many to go through individually. We're just running out of bodies at this point. But mix, I'll throw the forwards up here. Unavailable for selection round one. You got Allen and Cripps and Darling, all injured. Again, we're not talking about the Darling situation. He's back. He's in the fold. And what do you know, Migs? Two days later, he's injured. Yeah, Ryan with yeah. the asterisks there because health and safety protocols, maybe he's available, maybe he's not. He's been through it a few times, though, so where's his conditioning at? Basically, you're looking at a forward group now that's Kennedy, it's Waterman, who has been unsighted through injury, but not actually on the injury list this week. Uh, Ryan, potentially. Willie, but he hasn't played footy for a few years. Langdon, who, you know, a bit of a whipping boy. There's there's some guys there that maybe aren't your your all-Australian caliber talent we're used to in the forward line. Yeah, they played uh, Tommy Barris a bit um, forward in the partnership with Kennedy through the um, through the preseason, um, which makes a little bit of sense because probably the one area we've got so far um, uh, an abundance of players available is the key backs and um, probably can't play all three of um, Barris, McGovern and Harry Edwards uh, in the back line. So, yeah, chuck one of them forward. Solves a couple of problems. Um, Izzy Winders, the other one that's not in that list, but not really sure where's he been. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, there's a bit of a... Um, Jermaine Jones has looked good in the preseason. Um, Langdon will probably get a game um, just from the fact that he uh, he runs a lot and we're missing Crips. Um, yeah, and Petrocelli and stuff. So we can sort of make do with the forwards, I think. It'll be that Kennedy looked super rusty in that second preseason game. Um, got to the we'll ball talk about the games a bit later. I thought the service was awful. I thought Kennedy was still putting himself around a lot, applying pressure. Around. He just he just seemed to have hands made of concrete. Um, I only True watched enough. the first half. D- disclaimer. Um, he'll he'll obviously be getting a lot of attention in the absence of uh, of Darling mm. and Allen. So mm. yeah, maybe um, Tommy Barris can pop up and kick his first goal. It'll be his hundredth game um, against Gold Coast. So that'd be nice. Yeah, is he leading that list? The most active. You know, active players most games with a goal. He's second, isn't he? Somebody. Have you got um, Swamp Thing waiting in the uh, waiting in the green room to come in? And no, I don't. I've got something in the back of my mind that there's a player from yeah, Port who I can't a... quite think of. Oh, uh, Tom Cleary might be um, ahead of him. Yeah, I, 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 I seem to remember that there's there's someone else that's ahead of him. But the point but... is, when you've got Tom Barras, no career goals as one of your key options as, up yeah, forward, playing starting yeah. half forward, it's going well. Um, but yeah, forward, well. forward line's not the not the main issue. Um, when you get to your midfield, um, midfield yeah, graphic, there's a lot we're of saving the best for up. last. Yeah, okay. Sorry, spoiler alert, everyone. Nah, spoiler alert. Keys, I'll give you a crack at the backs here. We'll bring the backs up. We've got Bazo with COVID. You know, he's in the protocol again. Is he ready? Is he not ready? It's not not really a consideration at the moment. Uh, Cole on the inactive list, ankle. Duggan's stuffed, withered, and suspended. So the round one back line. It's not the worst group of, of outs by the, in the scheme of things, but still not ideal for round one. No, it's not ideal. It's probably we're probably not too bad, but we 
yeah, Cole and Duggan are probably were probably two most consistent small defenders last year. Um, after and we're missing Shepherd, of course, um, from last season. So yeah, that back line. You look at the back line and it kind of looks a bit plodish. You know, you've got McGovern, Edwards, Barras, Hearn. Um, you, you know, then you've sort of Nelson, Rotham and Hoff playing his first game. Um, you know, there's not... It's a bit... It's a bit of a worry. Um, there's experience down there, but there's not a lot of... Um, Dynamic, not a big dynamic down there, but uh, no. with it and look good in that second preseason game, but yeah, did the so, customary thing you know, of punching Andrew Brasher in the head. So, um, so you, you actually look at it, and um, you can sort of go, it's all happening, bloody pop up ads, pop ups, you're killing me. <laughs> Um. So, yeah, but I, I think yeah, at least we've got you know we've got some experience down back, and uh, you know injuries haven't been too bad down there. But uh, yeah, it's the midfield that's the concern. Yeah, there's a semblance of experience down there, and of almost a best twenty-two looking. So you got to remember as well losing Shepherd out of that from last year, but. Uh, Migs, we can talk about it later on when we go through the preseason games. McGovern, a huge question mark now. There's been a lot of talk about him in the off season, so that's something to watch. You know, Hearn and McGovern, Barras might be stolen up forward, so the backs are interesting. But here you go, I'll bring up the list if there is a need enough space on the screen. The midfielders, Chess is done, inactive list. Uh, Clark, Edwards, Joyce, Kelly's unavailable this week, most likely. Sheed, Shuey's a test, but he'll be on hamstring watch every minute of every footy game he plays for the rest of the way now. True, West, Yo. Uh, that's, I mean, we're talking about adding top-up midfielders already, and that's why, Migs. Look at that. Carnage. Yeah, it was looking like Kelly played a ripper of a game in that second mm. um, second preseason game, and he was sort of going to have to carry it. Um, now, who have we got? You might have been better off listing the mids we've got left um, on that graphic. This is um, not a joke. Yes, we are dangerously yeah, close to playing Braden Ainsworth. He's yes. eligible and he knows the system and he's no good and we know that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually surprised he wasn't one of the two that was um, that was uh, pulled along to train. Elevated, but, yeah, yeah, just for that reason. Um, yeah, who have we got? Gaff Redden, and then Petresky yeah, Seaton. Petresky Seaton, yeah, yeah. Um, but is he going to play midfield minutes? Yeah, Nash. He's going to have to, isn't he? Nash who arrived uh, in the state, I think, a week, ago. A week ago. Yeah. Um, Aaron Black, who's not who I mentioned, who's not even on our list. Yeah. Um, Connor West, another one that's disappointing. He looked pretty good in that game as well. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I sort of had him neck and neck with O'Neill uh, for a, a starting spot back when we and, had. Yeah, O'Neill's the other one. Probably about 30. Yeah. Um, we had about 30 players to pick from. I, I had West and O'Neill jockeying for a spot. And then, um, yeah, West played a, a ripper of a game, I thought, in that um, that second preseason game. And he mm. uh, is now out, of course. So, yeah, um, Greg Clark, who we drafted as the mature age mid, who'd uh, come in and contribute straight away, or at least be depth straight away. 
Uh, he'd be making his debut this week if he didn't. Um, what did he do? Actually, it's his shoulder, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was his shoulder yeah. when he was drafted and we put him for surgery, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, almost makes you wish you had Jared Brander lining up on a defensive wing. Oh, come on now. Come on now. We don't have time for that. Right. Well, let's, let's talk about the games then and uh, the training, the structure, what we like, what we didn't like. We'll start with what we liked. Keys. Pre-season games, we played Frio twice. The first one was an absolute washout, awful viewing. Second one was a little bit more competitive. And actually, by I thought, by pre-season standards, really quite competitive. Uh, any particular takeaways, any players that you liked out of that? Things that I, you I, thought, I, all right, it's shit, but it's not that shit. I like, I liked that I didn't watch either one of them. Oh, for God's sake, there you go. <laughs> oh, short and sharp. We're keeping it short this year, and that's as short as it gets. I like that. Nicely done. Um. I mean, Migs, I'll, I'll, first one for me was Jermaine Jones. I thought he was the big standout in that second preseason game. Got some midfield minutes. It's nice to see Willie getting midfield minutes as well. But Jones, he's going to be an important player and he's probably going to get some starting midfield minutes again just because of that list we just had up. So that was something for me that I thought that's a bit of a takeaway. Uh, what, did, what did you take away from those three-hour games? Yeah, um, guys that are actually available this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jones, good one. Um, Tommy Barris down back. Um, thought looked really poised. He uh, he did a great job on um, Lob and uh, and Tabitha when he was on him, and then um, gave up a goal to Tabitha when he was trying to cover both Lob and Tabitha. Um He looked really good down back. So uh, you were talking earlier about um, McGovern being disappointing. I'd be more tempted to throw him forward. Uh, just. Sorry, I'm getting into the Gold Coast game. I'd be tempted to throw McGovern forward uh, instead of Barris. Uh, leave him back. Might throw some people off. Uh, who else was good? Um, you mentioned Foley. West already. West was good. Yeah, West, who's injured. Um, Trusky <laughs> Seaton did some nice things when he was um, when he was on. He didn't get a lot of minutes. He was coming back from injury. Of course, mm. he was. Uh, yeah, there's some um, Brady Hoff. We've talked about his uh, his debut coming up. He. Uh, don't know if many people knew much about him um, before he got drafted. I how certainly did, didn't. Um, how did Nelson go? Much of a muchness, really. Yeah. Nothing yeah. tragic. Nelson game. Yeah. Um, well, that's. I mean, that's a good jumping off point there, Keith. Nicely segued. Julian in the comments says a bit concerned about the lack of quality small defenders in the side with Shep retired and Cole gone for most of the season. A lot of responsibility falls on guys like Nelson and Foley to play on the comp's best small forwards this year. True enough. Very true enough statement. I mean, we've got Duggan coming back. Let me try and bring up this injury list if I can even find it. When's Duggan, Duggan was one to one two, to two. Weeks, I think. I mean, so Duggan's the healthiest defender that we've got. Cole, you know, is he done for the season? Is it just a, sh- a short, long-term thing? We'll see. But I'm an unashamed Jackson Nelson fan. He's never going to make an All-Australian squad, but I think he can play a role. Can he play a role on the best small forwards in the comp case, I mean, tell us your thoughts on that because there is a lot of responsibility, but when you've got I, I, 20 healthy blokes, what are you going to do? Yeah, I think with Nelson, we've got to we've got to work him into a lockdown role. Hmm. Like, I, I think that's what he's, that's what he's going to be, be... That's what I think he's best suited for. Um, he's not... I think he's a fairly good kick. I mean, we hear sometimes he's a pretty good kick, but I don't think he's a very good decision maker. Yep. So um, I, I think the best... And he's got... 
he's he, one of the few players in the side that's got that little bit of mongrel in him. That you know, he's he's quite happy to sort of niggle and push and proke and prod and, and get under people's skin. And I think that's, um, I think that's probably his best role. And just to say, look, you go and sit on this, you know, pick the, um, you know, their most dangerous small forward, and say, look, you just sit on him, just hassle him, harangue him, you, you know. Um, he's probably, you know, when you look at the guys, say someone like Charlie Cameron, mm. he's probably, you know, he's probably a yard short of pace, which is a worry, but I don't know that we've got anyone else. So I think we just need to try and get, settle him as a, as a lockdown small defender, particularly with Cole out for, you, you know, at least at a minimum the first half of the season. Mm. Um, and we've got to, you know, just get Nelson sort of better down there. And um, the only other option for Nelson is as a um, as a tagger. And I think the way the game's going, I, you know, I don't, I, I think we, we really need whatever midfielders we can muster. We need the guys to be attacking at, at yeah, some at some level for ten minutes. If there's some emergency, it was a it was something we always talk about that Nelson Bontempelli decision where they threw him. I think it was last year they threw him onto him. Yeah. But for a minute, you know, five cool minutes one? here, ten minutes there. The cooler, not the tagger. That's right. It was nicely done, Mix, but not for. He's not big enough. Not for a role. I mean, Papley and Cameron and these sorts of guys, Green, like, is anyone, how many people are really truly going with them on their day? So I think at the moment we might just have to sort of suck it and see with the small defenders. Um, Miggs, closing out some stuff that we liked from the preseason games. I think Witherden is due for a big season. Based on what Keyes just said in terms of we don't have a lot of dynamic ball movement coming out of the back, I think they're going to look to him at every opportunity. Might get curbed then a bit because maybe he put some defensive work into him, but we'll wait and see. Obviously suspended for, for week one. Anything else from yourself that really stood out in a positive way? Uh, the two guys that came in at the last minute, um, Joyce and Nash. Mm. I didn't actually see uh, Nash's game because he came on, I think, in the last quarter and I'd switched off by then. But um, reports about him were really good and um, obviously he's impressed the club because he's uh, he's uh, been signed up and he's almost certainly going to make his debut. Uh, for mm. us on Sunday. Um, Joyce, unfortunately, injured as well, but I thought he looked really good. He looked, um, he took a little bit of time to come up to the speed of the game, I think, but then he tried to do a little bit too much too early, but then he uh, he picked it up and he was good at, um, good decision maker inside, um, moved the ball really well, was really clean. So, Did... uh, yeah, if we can get him back, he'll be a, um, he'll be a good acquisition. Did we, um, do we play Gaff? on the wing or do we fall into the trap of um, rotating through the centre as still? A small amount of rotation, but it was a lot more outside for me. I can find the centre bounce numbers, actually. I tweeted them out a little while ago, so give me a moment to find those. Just on Nash Miggs, um, I thought it was pretty telling that he and some of the kids were the ones that were hitting that 45-degree kick into the centre circle, you know, off half-back and going, yeah, stuff it, let's just have a crack here. They didn't yeah. always come off, not for him specifically, but for everybody. We're going to need to get creative with the ball movement this year, uh, touching again on not really much dynamic ball movement from halfback. So I, I did like that he was happy to have a crack at that sort of stuff. Uh, Keys, I'll get an answer for you on the ball up. Seven centre ball ups, seven, uh, seven centre bounce attendances for Gaff. So the only so people fewer than a that. A quarter of them, below, maybe a third. 
Yeah, so uh, mm. let's have a look. There were 23 in total. I'll read them out. Mm. Kelly, 21. Nat Nui, 16. Redden, 13. Uh, Zane True here, 11, which was actually Tom Joyce. Tom Joyce, mm-hmm. 11. Rioli, 7. West, 7. Jermaine Jones, 7. Gaff, 7. So in that rotation, but not, you know, truly yeah. at the coalface for the most stretch. Uh, Petrovsky, Seaton, 0. Yeah, Petrovsky, Seaton wasn't getting a run on the ball. That's concerning me, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, we probably had a few more. Where was I with West? Connor West, seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, Petch. I just saw Petch's name on that list. He is going to have another almost season, and I think he's, in my mind, becoming just an almost player. But he did some things in both of the games where I thought, well, there you go. That's That was a small forward move, or that was a really yeah. dynamic winger sort of move. So we'll wait and see. Uh, Keys, things we didn't like. Now, not specifically from the games as such, and we've already done the injuries, but... The off-season in general it was pretty tumultuous. The game plan still looks to have a few of those same flaws. Did you catch training here and there? Did you catch the reports here and there? Was there things that are still concerning you beyond what we've touched on? Um, I hadn't been down to training too much of late for a couple of you know for a variety of reasons, and mm. um, partly because of the ones the open training sessions you really don't see anything much, um, and the club make it pretty clear they don't like it down there when it's not an open session, so um, from what I didn't like, um, no, no, well, look, nothing really. I, I mean, it's just, I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of noise, but you know, you know, we're backing ourselves in, we're doing this, and there's there's a lot of the same sort of rhetoric that we heard during the course of last season. Mm. Um, mm. That's all well and good, but until you get to the games, you don't know what what that means. So it, it just depends on how we roll out on, on Sunday. And I think that'll be the, you know, we, we're, we're going to go into the game undermanned, um, but you, and I don't know that, yeah, you know, I think fans aren't necessarily going to be expecting that we win, but I think we're going to be we're going to be wanting the side that we put out there to actually put in an effort and look like they actually give a shit. Because at times last year, it just didn't mm. that didn't look to be the case. Um, so, yeah, I, I sort of what I didn't like. I, I, I mean, I'm holding fire until um, you know we we see what see how we actually roll out. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, there's there our sort of sticking points with, like, fan engagement and things like that. You know, there's um, – it's never very good. You know, little simple things like match sims not being – Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, there's, there's stuff like that. There are ongoing issues, but, you know, the club's making squillions of dollars, so they don't really care. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Migs, I touched on it there. The biggest concern for me – in terms of the games, I'm not going to get into the media coverage and the preseason from hell bullshit and all of that. Um, but the defensive transition, like I said, when, once we turn the ball over, we're still just getting gutted and exposed the other other way. It's why I didn't really want to hang too much on your Nelsons and Withertons and Rothams and these sorts of guys. Gov, I thought, was the only one that really lowered his colours. But the rest of the backs are doing what they can with, again, same issue as last year. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Easy ball movement. Easy kicks in. So that's a big concern. Uh, and I didn't see much. You can hopefully, fingers crossed, and say, well, maybe they're keeping their powder dry, but I didn't see much that looked 
too different. I wasn't saying, hey, that's what Jared Schofield's come in and done, or hey, Simo's, you know, taking the edge off here and listen to listen to, you know, Matty Knights or whoever changed it up a bit. It looks pretty similar to me in the preseason. So I don't, that's that's the big one for me. Yeah, I was thinking pretty much exactly the same. And they Simo's talked about uh, the fact that they've tweaked the game plan. They haven't sort of thrown it out and come up right with a out. new one. And you could definitely see they hadn't done too much. And mm. with a, as you say, they are keeping their powder dry for the, the real thing. They didn't want to give it away or, you know, whether just with uh, with the lack of personnel we had, we couldn't actually implement any changes. Um, yeah. Or, or whether the, the yeah, team is probably... sort of... Sorry, Keith. Yeah, you... Oh, Avishka's going to crack this shit because I spoke over the top of you. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think you. I, there's a couple of things with game plan. Is I think the club historically are very coy at showing their cards. Mm. Um, so I'm, which is why I'm they a don't little bit of well, maybe they're not doing too much. And I think if they're changing stuff, a lot of time when they change things, and particularly we had a, we've had a system that's sort of been there for for a number of years now. Any changes are going to take a while to to bed in. And there's um, still going to be moments where somebody doesn't have an option and goes, yeah, "Well, hang and, on, and I know I think, we can switch the ball or whatever." And, and I and I think also the fact that we, you know, it's our midfield where we need to change the most, mm. and that's where we've been ha- hardest by injury. So. Um, I, I think you know, not having that settled, you know, you, and because injuries don't they don't just show up on game day. It's your training, pat, training drills, and all those sorts of things where you're trying to get things sorted out, and you haven't got the the guys on the track to do that. It makes mm-hmm. it hard. So I, I think you've got to give a little bit of leeway on that, um, and then also when things the, the problem with new game plans and stuff like that is when when players get under pressure, um, they revert to habit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's that's sort of one thing too that you, you sort of go, well, okay, we'll, we'll do that. Um, but I think at the end of it, it's it's really just you know we've got we've got at least a month and a half, two months that are going to be really really hard because that injury list. There's at least I think eight maybe nine players who we aren't going to get back within the next two months. So that injury list is it's not going to get short anytime soon. Um and it's gonna be really it's gonna be really hard. So we're just gonna to have to and and the problem with that too is we've got a side that you've got twenty three flip players. The guys mm. that run out there they know that the, the the only the only way they're not going to get a game the following week is if they get injured. Yeah, if the form drops off. Because because if they what, if they don't get, do? if they don't get injured, they're going to get a game because there's mm. no one else. There's there's next to nobody else coming in. So all that that thing about you know the, the young guys coming up and putting pressure on the on the old guys for spots and things like that, that's all yeah. out the window. And like mm. that's at the end of it, the upshot of our pro season is is that. You know, we've got no. There's no internal pressure for guys. There's no fighting for spots. Um, so that's that's what I don't like. We've got no. We've got so few flip players. We've got no pressure for spots, and 
Um, and the dangerous guys are then just going to go, well, I'm just, I'm just going to play maybe not to get hurt. Yeah. We're not going to reckon we might leave the team we're putting out there and yeah. we're not going to get dropped, so what's the point? So let's just crack on with it. Uh I'll, I'll leave you guys with this thought. I reckon we'll wrap things up there, gents. Uh, we will be back later on in the week. As we said last week, we're going to do some shorter shows this week, uh, this season, I should say. Multiple a week, shorter shows. Uh, we'll be back a little bit later on, closer to the Gold Coast game. But what about this as a closing thought? The first four games, Gold Coast, North Melbourne, Fremantle, Collingwood. It's not the worst fixture in the world. So it's a double-edged sword in that way. If you come out of those 0-4 before you get into Sydney, Port, Richmond, Brisbane, Melbourne, GWS, Bulldogs, all right, we're in trouble. We're in real trouble. But if you can sneak some wins with the with the backups and the depth and all of that and then start getting healthy, maybe it's not going to be a complete washover. You have seen a lot of 18th place predictions for the Eagles this year. So hopefully not. Fingers crossed. But uh Guys, we'll talk full season a little bit later on in the week. We'll talk the Suns game. We will also do season predictions, I'm sure. Uh, Migs, Keys, fantastic to have you on. Thank you very much. Yep. And, guys, thank you for watching. Thanks for your comments. You can follow us at Pod. We're on Spotify. We're on podcasts, wherever you're getting those from. Of course, we're on Big Footy as well. Share the show around. Have your say. And we will talk to you later in the week. I think we're looking at Thursday this week, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. And uh, we'll, we'll come back later on the week to talk all things Gold Coast. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Yep. Footy's back, nearly. <laughs>